celebrate 35 years of Love Talk with us and the love ladies, Kathy, Evelyn, and Carrie, as they love talk today about the first story of love. Thank you, Gavin, and this is Evelyn Davison in the studio in the beautiful and wonderful city of Austin, Texas. And in studio with me today are my good friends, Miss Carrie <laughs> and Miss Kathy. And have you come in for this special program? Kathy, it's just a gift from God. Well, I wouldn't miss it. Kicking <laughs> off the 35th year of broadcasting for Love Talk. What an achievement. What an incredible milestone. I'm so excited for today's show. I know. Just sitting in this studio with Miss Evelyn. Oh, Miss Evelyn, I just wish I could get a shot of Miss Evelyn every single day because you're such a joy and a light. And God has given you a gift that you have chosen to use to glorify him every single day of your life and I just couldn't be more thrilled to be sitting with you as we celebrate 35 years of love talking and love walking as you like to say here on love talk congratulations miss evelyn oh well thank you ladies you know you all make it possible especially now uh, in my younger years uh, i could hop skip and jump and you know make a pie <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know it, it i'll be I, i'll i'll be 90 years old in 15 months and that's pretty tough you know, I forget things, and I have to touch you and touch you again. But you know what? It's heaven on earth. It has just been one of the greatest experiences of my life, and it's something I said I would never do because I grew up in radio, and I just, I'm not doing this. <laughs> well, we're going to hear about some of these stories, and one of the things I love is that, you know, Carrie, since you and I have been doing this with Miss Evelyn, we've gotten to hear all these incredible stories about how God has just guided and sustained and, and provided and led and from a very real perspective, very genuine, no glossing over the, the rough stuff, you know, mm-hmm. and so we're going to get to hear maybe listeners, some of those stories that, that you may be familiar with, but there's going to be some that are new to us all. And so we're looking forward to hearing a bit about how it got started 35 years ago and maybe some of the mountains that God has had to move to keep it going for 35 years. And I love the fact that we're sitting here in the the Bridge Austin radio studio with 35 years of history behind this show. That's incredible. 35 years. Uh, you know, Kathy, we joke about 35 years. What what, what are we going to continuously do in our lives for 35 years like you, Miss Evelyn? Uh, I know that this is the, for a female host, the longest running radio show uh, in Central Texas. And what, what an absolute blessing. You know, Miss Evelyn, this is a verse um, for the day, Jeremiah 29, 11 through 13, mm-hmm. just describes you perfectly you didn't know what the lord's plans were for you and you kind of dug i can just imagine you're just digging in your heels and kind of um being demonstrative about "Uh uh-uh lord what Uh uh-uh and then the lord's like miss evelyn i'm going to soften your heart and i'm i have some big things in store for you and jeremiah 29 11 through 13 says it for i know the plans i have for you this is the lord's declaration Plans for your welfare, not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. You will call to me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you search for me 
with all your heart. And Miss Evelyn, that is what you have done. Search for the Lord. Um, and he's so faithful. He has listened to you and he found you and he has led you on a beautiful, amazing path. What, uh, what have you been up to recently, Miss Evelyn? Good news journal stuff? Yes. Uh, in fact, we are, uh, getting ready to, um, lay out the, um, format for, uh, November and December. For Christmas, and so the next two weeks I'll be busy with that, and I love doing that. Uh, I'm not sure how much longer we will uh, be able to do it, but we just issue by issue we do it. And it, we have had so many people come to know the reality of the love mm-hmm. of Jesus through the Good News Journal, and it's it, we are in our 25th year now, and um, just looking every day to what it, God's plan is because you don't know. You know, you can go to bed at night and storm comes in the middle of the night, and then you've got 30 turkeys in a, a smoker down the stairs floating down the lake. <laughs> I've had that experience. Oh, my goodness. And, you know, when you, uh, when you have a history of, of doing what it is the Lord guides you to do and equips you to do, life is wonderful. Well, I'm, you know, one of the things I'm so excited with the Good News Journal is the foundation that God has built for it, the incredible distribution throughout Central Texas. And I believe that that God is going to bring those new owners. And, um, I mean, I know there's that you and, and Van have made such a huge capital investment, and it's definitely a, just an incredible ministry. And I don't know. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing who we that is. Right, because we are talking to someone, and you know it's exciting to know that uh, the Lord puts things in our hands for us to develop and polish, and and present to others. And that's what the Good News Journal has done uh, in regard to salvation for people that don't know where where to go and how to get it. Miss mm-hmm. Evelyn, and, you probably have no idea how many people have picked up a free paper. You know, at a store, just going, okay, I'm just going to pick this up. You know, I don't know. A lot of people just walk out of the store and they just pick up all yeah. the, all the, th- all the free things, yeah. right? And how many lives that have been impacted over the last 25 years, just a seed that's been planted. And, and the title is so perfect for you, Miss Evelyn. It's a good news journal. It, it just brings you joy. It's stories of hope, stories of perseverance, stories of love, mm-hmm. stories of Jesus changing lives. And, uh, you know, you're not going to find anything in there that's going to drag you down. You're going to find things in there that lift your spirit mm-hmm. and point you to our Heavenly Father. Well, you know, it is. Uh, it does that. Next to the last page, it lays out very plainly the, the salvation message and the, the equipment that you get when you, when you pray that prayer. And we'll... We'll close with that today. But, you know, when I think about the Good News Journal, I think about good things. We are in 40 HEB stores. 40 HEB stores throughout the Central Texas area. Plus, uh, we have um, other racks all over town everywhere. One of the most memorable experiences I had, I have had with the Good News Journal was with a Jewish man. Uh, he called me and we were, and I, you know, I brought some of our books today because I'm an author and uh, we had been promoting one particular book and he, uh, he, I thought that's what he was talking about and it, it was about a 30 minute conversation and I didn't know him and I didn't know where he got the paper. He finally told me he got it 
at the uh, post office on Mesa. Hmm. That is our only post office wow. that we now have, the one mm-hmm. on Mesa. And so he started asking questions, and I couldn't, I couldn't feel for him. I didn't know where he was. And so I just let him talk, and he finally told me, he said, uh, uh, I, I heard you and those ladies that love people. <laughs> the uh, love ladies. On mm-hmm. the, uh-huh, on the radio. And I had been listening. And he said, uh, I had picked up a paper, you know, at AGB, and I've been reading that for two years now. And and then he went on to to say a couple of other things. And so I said to him, well, sir, how can I help you? He said, well, you said something about a book, a book that you'd written. And I said, well, I participated in about 14 books. You know, I always have people write for me and I write for them. And so I said, how how has that helped you understand, you know, what we why we're doing this? Because he was knowledgeable. And so he told me, he said, well, he said, I'm Jewish. And he said, uh, uh, I found the road to Jesus. Wow. Mm. Found the road to Jesus. Uh, and, you know, that was something God has spoken to his heart. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've ever used that term before. Mm-hmm. But when when you look at people and you see their hearts and see their needs, uh, the Lord just, and you report for duty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Report for duty. Well, then the Lord makes the, he makes the way, and it is a road. You know, I've, Evelyn, Miss Evelyn, you know, when you are light on the path, sometimes you're going to be the only light that shows others mm-hmm. where that road to Jesus mm-hmm. is. And the Good News Journal is that. And I love it because you can also, there's jokes in there. <laughs> uh, this, for this last fall, you could learn how to properly roast a pumpkin mm-hmm. and get the seeds and toast <laughs> the seeds. It's so good. And I love that it gives such affordable advertising to the advertisers who want to get out and and make their business known to the people of Central Texas for a very affordable ad. You can get your uh, um, your your business name and you know in a really nice color format out into the hands of people who are. And I know y'all are very selective about who yeah. goes in your paper. And I just love it that it provides a blessing and an opportunity for everyone. So I'm looking forward to what happens with that. And I just I pray that God would give you real discernment with those new owners as you're continuing forward in in talks through that. I will tell you, it's just such an exciting fall. So many new things happening. And, always, you know, I'm always looking forward to, to Christmas. And I, I love that we really get to celebrate something that the Lord has done this October filling our hearts with Thanksgiving as we go into November and the Thanksgiving season and preparing for all the plans that God has made and fulfilled in Christmas. And right now I've been working on a Bible study for to go with our prayer CD, helping beginners just learn how to pray and how to press into this relationship with Jesus. I went on a really neat a mountain excursion, climb overnight, hike up in the Sawtooth <laughs> Mountains. It took about everything I had in me to complete the hike. It was about 15 miles from Stanley, Idaho, and over to Grand Jean through a series of alpine lakes. Wow. And we had to go up and down over three different summits. And so I was completely spent. And my girlfriend who went with us, she's in incredible shape, and uh, she fractured her ankle two miles short of the finish of the trip. (laughs) 
oh. and she finished that trip. It was amazing. She's just incredible. But we have so oh, much gosh. to share with you, just the, the really fun things that God leads us through, the adventures that he leads us through when we're when we say, yes, we're willing to go on that hike. We're willing to go on that journey. We're willing to to just seek you first, God, and and go where you would have us go according to your awesome plans for us. And Carrie, I know you've been doing some really neat things as well this fall. You've been up to a lot. And friends, we are finishing off with our first segment here on Love Talk. We're going into our second. We're going to hear a bit from Coach Carrie Brinkater about what she has been up to. And then we're going to get into some nitty gritties of this interview with Miss <laughs> Evelyn Davison and 35 years of Love Talk Radio. Stay with us. We'll be back right after a word from our sponsors here on Love Talk. Hello, friends, and welcome back to today's Christian Talk and the Love Ladies. Coach Carrie Brinkater here. I am with Kathy Enderbrock and the First Lady of Love, Mrs. Evelyn Davison. 35 years of love talking and love walking, bringing you joy for 35 five years with Love Talk. You know, Miss Evelyn, I've been doing this show with you for four years now, which I just, I cannot even believe that. And um, one of the things that really sticks out in my mind about you is one day, you, you have a way with words, and one day you were talking about your love field. And I came on to this show shortly after I retired from college coaching and I was really kind of, you know, talking to the Lord sternly, like, okay, Lord, what is my next ministry? What are you doing? What am I doing with my life? And um, you used this term, your love field. And I just, I, I'm still floored by that and the depth of what that means. And you know what? Your love field can be anywhere. Mm-hmm. And that day so impacted me. My love field is with my children. My love field is with my husband. My love field is with with people I pass on the street. It doesn't have to be something grandiose. It's it's all day, every day, as we walk through. And so, uh, thank you, Miss Evelyn, well, for so mentoring me in such a beautiful way. Uh, Kathy, golly, um, you've put together just this kind of timeline for us at uh, 35 years. What was going on 35 years ago? I, that was the same <laughs> question I asked myself, and it's so funny because. Carrie, I would have been a sophomore in high school, and you would have been in eighth grade? Eighth grade or seventh grade, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's so hilarious. The awkward phases. The awkward phases. <laughs> the old so folks home. <laughs> Teaching Bible classes. You were. Mm-hmm. I love it. Well, you know, I went and looked back in history at what was going on in October of 1986, and a gallon of gas was 89 cents. Nice. Not so anymore. Uh, IBM, this is was kind of cool. IBM unveiled the PC convertible, which was, drum roll please, the da, first da, da, da. laptop computer. Wow. Can you imagine the first wow. laptop computer called the PC convertible? And it probably weighed 10 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and this was kind of really neat. Internet mail access protocol was first defined, which opened up the way for email. That was kind of neat. The Space Shuttle Challenger, uh, unfortunately, had exploded earlier that year. Mm-hmm. So there was the first real trauma within our NASA mm-hmm. program. 
the worst nuclear disaster in history, Chernobyl, Russia. Oh. Those were two big things that would have been on the hearts and minds of of Americans everywhere. Um, this was something, a really positive spot in U.S. history at that time. There was a breakthrough in U.S. Um, and USSR arms talks between President Reagan and Gorbachev. And this would lead to the commitment to disarm, which would end a long period of instability caused by the Cold War. Mm -hmm. And only two and a half years later, we would see the Berlin Wall come down. So there was a lot happening in 1986. You know, when you think about everything to be to fret to fret about and to worry about, Miss Evelyn, and instead of uh, sitting there fretting and worrying, you decided to do something different. You know, Carrie and I probably weren't really aware of all that was going on on the international scale. We were probably studying for our math test, writing a school paper, um, yes. you know, I don't know, maybe maybe wondering who to ask to the Sadie Hawkins dance. I, I don't know. But uh, Miss Evelyn, you were beginning a Christian radio broadcast ministry to share the love of Christ with Central Texas. What what made you think of starting Love Talk, and how did you get up the courage to make such a bold move? Well, I I had a pastor friend uh, that um, was doing uh, noontime um, headlines, and I was traveling a lot at that time with Florence Littauer, holding personality seminars and speaking uh, for class, uh, which is Christian Leaders and Speaker Seminars. And you've been, you know Mm -hmm. what that is. And so uh, I was just a busy, busy lady, and he asked me to come on and talk about it from 12 to 1 every day, five days a week. And so I started helping him a little bit with that, and it just got bigger and bigger. And he uh, got involved with some people, and uh, they wanted to get a, a new frequency and start a new radio station. And they asked us, Van and I, if we would uh, help raise the money for it. And so that's how we started. And then once we got pretty well into that part of it, well, then they said, you know, you're a pretty smart woman. <laughs> um, because I think differently, you know, than men think sometimes. And, and it's it's just different. So um, what happened was I uh, he was doing noontime headlines, and I went in every day and or through the morning would pull headlines, and then I would go in with him. And so he got with Paul Pryor and some of the other guys, and they started – uh, looking for frequency to build a station, and that's when they built KFIT, and that was the first station other than the one uh, that, you know, the pastor was on, and we just moved from there. We've been, I think, probably to six different radio uh, frequencies in the Austin area. One time we went out to Taylor after we lost, you know, whatever, and Gene got a new free, and that got this one that mm-hmm. we're on now. And uh, in an old bank building, we had to put a tarpaulin over uh, anything. If it rained, it was just, you know. So we've been through <laughs> up and downs, really, really. And so it's been exciting through the years to see how God has developed. And, you know, you just uh, he wants all of us to give him a return on his investment. We're not here to just take up space. Oh. But we're here to give grace. And I have 
I wrote an article. I mean, I wrote a chapter of a book about the race of Greece. And after I fell in a garbage can and uh, <laughs> almost drowned and uh, oh picked up uh, a MRSA at the hospital, really a hard year. So I I don't fool with garbage cans anymore. I just oh, talk Miss about Evelyn. it. <laughs> oh, Miss Evelyn, you have had some adventures. You know, a radio program, and and you knew this from your childhood because of your father and his radio station, it has many moving parts. And you need sponsors so you can purchase airtime. Um, a producer has to build a program mm-hmm. every single week. Guests have to be coordinated. So much has to happen. Was it harder than you thought it would be? Was there ever a time that you were like, okay, Lord, why am I doing this? Uh, no, I, yes, it was hard. It was hard. But what had happened is they, the, Engineers kept saying, Evelyn, will you do this? Will you do this? And I kept putting them off. And so they said, okay, this next week we're going to set the, you know, you you pick your time next week. That's it. And so that night uh, we went to bed, and I prayed about it, and then I couldn't go to sleep. And so I, I prayed, and I said, Lord, I just, I'm just going to ask you, would you do this? Mm. And uh, what would you do if you did it? I didn't have any idea. And so the next morning I woke up and I said, okay, Lord, I ask you a question. And they're in the book, in the old book, it says, give your brain an assignment in the middle of the night and the Lord will speak to you. So I said, I'm listening, you know, just kind of, not sarcastic, but, and he said, uh, I said, would you do this? And he said, yes. I said, what would you talk about? He said, I talk about love. Nobody talks about love. And so... I said, oh, I called the guys up. I said, okay, I'm going to talk about love. And they said, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But uh, we got started, and it went really well for a while. And then, you know, uh, I left there and went to Kixel. I've been on four major radio stations in this city. Wow. And you've stuck, I mean, but you've just stuck with it. You've never said, well, that's enough. No more love talking. Mm -hmm. I love how when you get your assignment, you don't let go of that assignment. And, you know, one of my favorite things about love talk is that you, you really share openly and honestly about, about your life, everything God is doing to, to, to provide and to guide and to sustain you. And, you know, you, you, you have shared on, on radio about you've struggled with a, pe- a speech impediment. Mm-hmm. Um, you've gone through cancer. You've had several major surgeries. And yet you've accomplished so many remarkable things. You have um, authored or co-authored over a dozen books. Uh, you own a Christian newspaper. You've spoken and taught all <laughs> over the United States. You were given the honorary title of America's prayer coordinator mm-hmm. by George W. Bush, president of the United States back in 2006. And you are the longest female Christian broadcasting host in Central Texas history. And all of this while raising two wonderful sons and keeping a healthy marriage of over what over 60 years you 60 would? years oh my gosh how is that all possible it makes my head spin well the thing is is it, you have to have a t- team um approach to things things are not just put in order for my comfort 
or for my pleasure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have responsibility for for my family, and and I learned that early. Uh, Van and I just uh, did not really realize that we'd ever have children. I had my first um, tumor when I was 12 years of age and had surgery, and the doctor told my mom that Sissy will never have children. My nickname is Sissy. He said, she will never have children. So after four years in the Navy and we started home, I got sick. When I got home, went to the doctor. He said, "Mm, nothing wrong with you except you're pregnant. I said, (laughs) you're lying to me. And he said, no, no, the rabbit died. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Oh, I couldn't wait to get home to tell my mother-in-law. Of all, it was just strange. But, you know, when you look back, when I look back at those times, every one of those uh, experiences like that, uh, I do believe are godly because they, if you look to him for directions, he sends them to you and gives you the energy and the vitality to accomplish that. And I feel like that's what has happened with Love Talk. I, you know, I got a, right off, I guess within a month, I got Joanne Anderson. And Joanne and um, a friend, another friend of ours, had, we had a business, and uh, we we worked together, and we traveled state, uh, training people to speak. And so, uh, Joanne came on with me, and she was silly, and uh, but you know it was fun. We we're going to have her and, and her husband. He is a Christian counselor. During that time, we had an Austin Christian Counseling Association. And uh, I was part of that. And so, you know, one little thing leads to another bigger thing. And and that's kind of the way life has been for me. I love that you've said things are not put in order for my comfort or for my pleasure. (laughs) Yet you were one of the most joyful women that I know. I'm I just I so love getting to know you. I'm just so looking forward to more of these stories that you're going to share. And friends, that is going to be a wrap for our first segment. We have um, uh, for our second segment. How can that be? Carrie, it goes by too quickly. All right, friends. Well, in our third segment, um, we're going to get down a little bit into um, just some of the things that that may have hounded or been a, a bit more of a challenge for Miss Evelyn across these 35 years of Love Talk. We're going to hear from our sponsors who some have been with us for 35 years, uh, men and women that you can trust to help provide services to meet your, your needs today. So stay with us for Love Talk. We'll be right back with you after this. Hello, friends, and welcome back to today's Christian Talk here on The Bridge. Austin, what a glorious, glorious time it is here in Central Texas, as Miss Evelyn would say, to be loving and leading, building bridges of love and leadership here on Love Talk, celebrating the First Lady of Love, Mrs. Evelyn Davison, and her 35 years of Love Talking here in Central Texas. What a joy, what a joy. Now, Miss Evelyn, one of my favorite things about Love Talk is that you step outside of left and right issues and you focus on where we need it the most, on the key up and down issue that we need a God um, and we need to know him personally. Mm-hmm. You know, Miss Evelyn, I've been so uh, in awe of you over the years, how politically astute you are, 
um, that you always know what's going on at the Capitol. Um, I have to tell this story. Um, the first time I ever went to the Capitol with you, Miss Evelyn, you took me to a lunch in there, and you asked me if I had my ID. And I thought, hmm, that's interesting. I've never had to show my ID before. And you said, well, Carrie, you know, aren't you a concealed handgun carrier? <laughs> I was like, no, Miss Evelyn, I'm, I'm not. I, I probably should be. I should look into that. You cracked me up. I was like, I am walking with a little pistol in more ways than one here. Um, anyways, I just, that, that cracked me up. And I, you were like 85 at the time, Miss yeah. Evelyn. And, uh, and you know, yeah. Young, right? Young. Well, and the reason I got fun. that was uh, so that I could get in real quickly and not have to go through and have you searched and all that oh, stuff. Oh, I know, Miss Evelyn. You're just so <laughs> cute, and I and I love it. I, I, our listeners love you so much. So how do you keep from getting caught up in the politics and the mess that, that seems to just, just surround us and, and really permeate everything around us so many times these days? Well, there, you know, it depends on the situation, um, but I, I've tried to live by um, a parable where you don't rush into anything. Mm. You give the Lord plenty of time to prepare the field if that's where he wants you to go. And uh, sometimes, you know, we don't know what to do, uh, so you pray. We pray. We pray a lot. Van prays more than I pray, but we pray. We don't do anything till we pray. And Pray uh, is an acronym, and the P stands for praise. You know, whatever's going on in my life right now, I can say, Lord, you're bigger than this, mm. and I, I honor you. I, I submit myself to you. Uh, the R is report for duty. You know, so t- often when we are in trouble or we are needy, we run away and hide. And mm. I think you, that's one of the things that through the years I've discovered about uh, love talk is people think it's you know going to be a booger bear or something and come in and then it's the most pleasant experience they've ever had. I don't know, Kathy, if you've noticed that, but through the years it is the elevation that we're you know we're moving in that direction. And then the the A is just asking, Lord, what would you do? Mm-hmm. What can I do? Why is this going on? What can I do about it? Where should I be this morning? Uh, and then, of course, the last one, the why is to yield to him. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's the hardest of all, mm-hmm. uh, especially if you have major problems and things. Um, Van uh, had heart surgery, and um, uh, he went home and... Uh, Five days later, uh, he couldn't walk, and they took him back. And uh, we had about 30 doctors that walked through his room, had a suite, and I said, up office in there, would you believe? <laughs> and uh, not knowing what caused it, mm-hmm. uh, it was massive. They put in what they called a green filter to stop it from going. Uh, 31 days he was in the heart hospital. Mm. And 31 days we prayed. Mm-hmm. Every day. Lord, tell us what this is. Show us what it is. Mm-hmm. Fix it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, he, it became so bad that he couldn't eat. And so he, we always had, always, we like fruities. Uh, I have a big thing that we make them in. And 
And so he got to where he didn't, they want to put in a feeding tube. And he said, no, I'm not taking that. I'm, you know, I've already asked the Lord. And he said, no, you don't do that. So I took my You're thing like blender to make smoothies? <laughs> and uh, they, they brought me fruit. And I got big straws and I, uh, for his feeding. We put protein powder in there. And uh, it changed the policy of the heart hospital. The nutrition came up and she said, why is somebody, and I do it at at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, you know, for an up thing. All the doors would open. People come running from everywhere wanting some smoothie. You know, I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, what can I do? And and talking to him, I said, "If, if I brought you a smoothie, he said, yeah, I'd like a smoothie. I said, well, what kind do you want? Blueberry, strawberry, whatever. I don't remember what he said. <laughs> but you ask questions mm-hmm. is one of the most important things of what the Lord expects and what the Lord needs and what he'll give you. And, but you have to yield. You know, there comes a time when you, you say, okay, Lord, I will do this. Or you, I won't do this. You know, Miss Evelyn, I, I love that. You know, you said slow down. And don't rush in and let the Lord prepare the field. That same day, that first time you took me to the Capitol, as we were leaving that day, a homeless man came up and uh, and kind of met us right before we walked yeah. into the parking garage. Do you remember this, Miss yes. Evelyn? And you stopped. And you listened and you looked at him. And he asked if he could sing us a song. And you said, sure. And I, I stared at you, I think, for that period of time while the man was singing that song because I just loved the way you honored a human being. Mm-hmm. Um, you didn't walk past. You you honored him. And you sang us a song. And then you ministered to him, Miss Evelyn. You said, hey, do you know Jesus? And, um, you know, he, he gave us his answer. And then you quoted your life verse. Your life verse is John fifteen sixteen, and you said, mm-hmm. you did not, you, you told this man, look, here's my life verse. It says in John fifteen sixteen, you did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. And you talked to him for a few more minutes, and, and we all, you know, kind of exchanged handshakes. And uh, I was so moved by you that day, Miss Evelyn, and how you just love people right where they are. And such a picture of what Christ does for us. Loving us right where we are. So thank you for that day. It's oh, just emblazoned in my I, brain. I do remember now. Right, right. So, oh, Kathy, I know you've got more questions for Miss Evelyn. I do. I mean, I'm, I'm just kind of sitting in that story because I was there with y'all. And yeah. I, I remember that mm-hmm. because, the, you know, this young man uh, walked up and it was very clear that he had sexual identity problems and a lot of kind of spiritual challenges and I mean, I, I think, you know, I was thinking, OK, you know, basically he just wants money. OK, you know, Kath, what do you have in your purse? What do you, do you stop? Do you talk to him? Is he dangerous? And, you know, just all these things running through my head about what is the right thing to do here. And with Miss Evelyn, it was, you know, it there was no there was it didn't seem like there was any struggle going on internally. She just uh, welcomed him and ministered to him and loved on him and it just blew me away. It's something I, I, I too will never forget. And Ms. Evelyn, I know that, that you have touched so many lives, not only one-on-one as, as Carrie and I have seen personally, but through love talk over the years. And you've had people call you and mail you 
and um, and just share with you the the change that you've brought about in their lives. Do you have one or two of your favorite stories that you would be willing to share? You know, I, I was thinking about that last night as I went to bed about, uh, you know, when fear and becomes involved in in what you do next. So I've had a rough summer. And uh, I was thinking about um, the... When our last book came out, which is Praising and Praying Across America, uh, we decided, you and your family and Van and I and our family, that uh, we would go to Washington, D.C. and give every representative a copy of Praising and Praying Across America, which is the second in the series. And we also sent uh, a case of books that... Uh, salt, S-A-L-T, and we were going to give salt to, um, we, we gave the um, praying, praising book to the House and to the Senate. Yes. We and then the, the salt book was going just to the Senate. Just to the Senate. Yes. And so when we got there, and you did such a wonderful job, you and your husband of just planning everything, I just, and I was kind of sick, and I just thought, oh, Lord, thank you, thank you. You know, it's just every other word out of my mouth. Well, as it happened, we, when it was time for us to pick up the books, we couldn't get them. What happened? I remember there, that was right during a period where some uh, bombs or some questionable mail had gotten A young man was blowing up. That's right. Mm -hmm. And because they had all of these cases of books arrive in D.C. for the congressmen from Austin, Texas, they would not let any of them go through. Mm-hmm. I remember that. And so we had to go and um, meet with all of the, the staff and the chiefs of staff and, and the congressmen and the senators. We had the opportunity to pray with them personally. Mm-hmm. It was just incredible. Mm-hmm. And then two weeks after we left, the um, all the books got cleared through security. Mm-hmm. And our wonderful friend, Peggy Neighbor at uh, Faith and Action, it, it was then Easter time. Yes. So she prepared Easter baskets yes. for all of the senators and all of the House members and put that book in their Easter basket with a bunch of other things. And then they personally delivered those Easter baskets with that book kind of as a, a reminder of our visit and as almost a thank you for mm-hmm. welcoming us into their offices. And it w- it worked out even better than we could have ever planned. I just I loved how God works out all of the details so we don't have to stress when something doesn't go our way. We just get to trust and look forward to the bigger things and better things that he's going to do with it. You know, that is so too, uh, Carrie. And, um, you know, that's what life is made of is when we trust God and and do what it is he calls us to do the best we can. We don't always get it right. But uh, it is, it is a, a pattern for living and loving that cannot be underwritten by any other way than personal. Well, that's an important pattern of loving and living friends. That's what Love Talking is all about. And stay with us. We're going into our final segment, uh, just interviewing the first lady of love and her 35 years of Love Talk. Stay with us. We're going to have a word from our sponsors. Hello, friends, and welcome back to today's Christian Talk Love Talk here with the Love Ladies, our first lady of love, Mrs. Evelyn Davison. We are celebrating her today and this whole month uh, as we have, Miss Evelyn, 35 years of Love Talk. And, 
Kathy and I just feel so blessed and thankful every single time we are in studio with you. I'd also like to thank Gavin. Gavin puts up. Oh. Gavin <laughs> is our is our man back there behind the engineering mic, and uh, he just he puts the shows together for us, takes out all of our gaffes and mistakes, and um, real listens to us talk about our hair and you know our clothes, <laughs> all that stuff. We just really love you, Gavin, and we appreciate all that you've done for us. And I know Miss Evelyn, she just thinks the world of you. And so thank you for loving us and taking care of us. We really appreciate that. Miss um, Evelyn, not only have we talked about the Good News Journal, and we just talked about your journey and how you uh, have journeyed through 35 years of radio, uh, political um, goings on at the Capitol, but Miss Evelyn, something else that's been a huge part of who you are here in Central Texas is not well, and nationally, is the National Day of Prayer. Tell us how you got involved, and 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 just when was that? When uh, when we moved to Austin, I did not. I was not a happy camper. <laughs> uh, we had had a really bad year. I'd had surgery three times. Uh, Van's mother died, Van's dad died with leukemia, and my brother was abducted uh, and killed in Houston. Uh, and we lived on a ranch. We had cows and goats and all that stuff. And Van traveled uh, three days a week with his job, and he came home one Friday and said, to, Oh, I got some good news. That I got promoted and got a, a raise. I said, Oh, boy, we need it, you know. We, we need it. And he said, uh, uh and he told me what it was, and uh, he said, but they want me to move to Austin. I said, no way. I didn't ask the Lord about that. <laughs> I said, no way. And to make the long story short, uh, it went on for a month. And uh, he said, I'm going to have to get another job. said, they want me in, in Austin. And I said, nope, you can just travel. You can go over there and stay, and then you can come home weekend. That's what you've done, you know. Anyway, not to really belabor over that, uh, he um, uh, he said, well, we no, we need, we need to move to Austin. My dad uh, had built a gazebo out on their place. They had a little farm close to us and on top of the hill, and I, the boys had spent the day with them that day, and I came in from the church, and and Papa was sitting in the in, in the thing, and he was drinking coffee, and he had the coffee pot out there, and he said, I'm, "I got your coffee ready for you." And so I sat down, and I started crying, and he said, "What is wrong with you?" And I said, "Well, Papa, you know, Vance says we got to move to Austin. We've got horses, cows, you know, all these things. We we can't move to Austin." And uh, he said, um, "Well, what's wrong with Austin?" I said, well, God doesn't live there. <laughs> he said, he will when you get there. Oh. So what we did uh, is uh, they stayed, they took care of the ranch for us. And we did, I gave Anna a two-year framework. I said, if it works in two years, Danny will be in the high school and we can come back home. And, and uh, it ended up that um, it didn't take very long for us to get situated. And But uh, it was the year that. IBM came to Austin, and the community where we bought a house uh, was filled with people from Kentucky. 
And so we started out with a little sewing group, crochet group, you know, just women getting together, you know, for a tea. And I hosted it because we were really the third people to move into that. And then they built all these houses around us. And so we uh, we got past that. And uh, they would come another day and we'd just have tea and pray. And so we made a homemade sign that said, women praying here today, and stuck it in my front yard. And there were 200 families that moved into that subdivision. And uh, only three of them were not Christians. By the time that, uh, you know, it was time for them to start to school and go to school. Uh, I could never have done that on the ranch where we were. But just just being available at a time when God is planning something is often the hardest thing is to accept that it's from him and do that. And so, you know, when I look back at it now, I just thank the Lord, you know. And what and we started a Christian counseling group and a, a number of other things that really did develop. And, uh, and that's what brought me into the headline and the headlights, I guess, of the group for KFIT uh, with Dr. Hick, Buddy Hicks, and starting with radio. And so it was uh, just one of those things, again, that you look at life. You're going through that right now, Carrie, with with moving and getting a house. Mm -hmm. So all these things are part of living, and people are watching, and they're listening. That's true. I love love what you say that – you know, you talked about the animals and all these animals that you had, and you think, well, God didn't need to worry about those animals being saved, but all those families that were moving <laughs> into that development yeah. in Austin, Texas, I God was that, concerned yeah. about them. And I love that you, you know, you just do things very simply. You you don't go to start a big prayer group. You just say, well, we're praying. We're going to put a sign out in our front yard and invite mm-hmm. everyone who wants to join us. You're always so, so welcoming to everyone um, who you encounter. Miss Evelyn, when, when we talk about celebrating 35 years of Love Talk in this month, in, in October, what would you hope that our, that our listeners are celebrating the most with you? Well, you know, I think we're at a time right now when everybody feels um, uh, unstable. Uh, there are just so many things that are that need um, God's touch in this nation. And I, um, I do know that through National Day of Prayer, we have been able to do something uh, under the Lordship of Christ that I never dreamed in my lifetime would happen. Um, we did the Operation Christmas Child, and we're working on that right now. That's what my husband does. Uh, when Franklin Graham came to town, uh, to speak at the Capitol. He went to every capital in the nation. Uh, he um, brought a, there was a young man that came to help get ready, and they asked me to be the prayer guide, and I couldn't. I said, I'm sorry, I can't. And so uh, my friend, our friends had a birthday uh, party for me, and this young man showed up from San Antonio that was with Operation Christmas Child. And so obviously we'd have been in the next day, he called me and wanted to come over and visit. He asked me to be the chairman for the coordinator for doing another thing that Franklin was doing. And I told him I could not do that. He needed a man. And so we helped him find that. But that young man took hold of what we were doing in Austin in the era of prayer, with National Day of Prayer. And he, he formed a new corporation. He quit Franklin Graham. 
formed a corporation, and it's called America Praise. 40,000 cities now have pastoral prayer groups set up. And it came as a result of that young man having a vision of what God could do with his life. Mm-hmm. Um, it is amazing what God's doing at this time. Never has America been so fragmented uh, in history as we are right now. And yet, God's doing some great things. Absolutely. And I think one of the greatest things is we get to come here on, on Saturday and talk about what he's doing. Absolutely. <laughs> so, Miss Evelyn, just thank you for being this bright light of love, as always, and letting us have the pleasure of interviewing you today. I do have one more question. <laughs> I'm not sure I made much sense. <laughs> oh, yes, you did. At, uh, at 88 years old, you are limiting, um, you know, where you speak and how often you speak. But if someone wants to get a hold of you, uh, maybe to share something personal or ask you a question, um, what is the best way for them to contact you? Well, probably email Evelyn Davison. And that doesn't have a middle day. We couldn't afford a day, uh, uh, an extra day. <laughs> um, at gmail.com. That's or they can call the station. The station will forward. Give them the phone number or whatever. But, you know, it is uh, it is so exciting to see how God can take a little bit and make a mountain out of it. Well, that's Evelyn, E-V-E-L-Y-N, Davison, D-A-V-I-S-O-N, at gmail.com. They can also call you on the love line, 512-249-6535. And you can find all things Love Lady related at lovetalknetwork.com. You can like us on Facebook at Love Talk Radio. And, of course, we are here on Saturdays at 2 o'clock. You know, Miss Evelyn, John 1.14 says, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen his glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. I've seen that with you so many times, Miss Evelyn, just so full of grace, so full of truth, loving on people no matter what, in all facets, in all areas of your life, finding ways to minister to people. And if there's not a way already, you find a way to blaze a trail, (laughs) sister. I'm sick of uh Post in my yard and write your message. That's right. You find a way <laughs> to figure it out. Um, and, you know, you carry yourself with such confidence, but it's not brash and it's not in your face. It's just conf- godly confidence given to you. And what a blessing you are. Just a gentle confidence. Yes. I agree. And, Evelyn, there's something that we always do at the end of Love Talk. We always share the ABCs with our friends. And this is just the ABCs to beginning a relationship with this personal, intimate God that you hear us talking about. And A is that you admit that you're a sinner, um, that you cannot save yourself. B, you believe that Jesus Christ is God's son, that he died on the cross and rose again on the third day to offer the free gift of salvation to all who would accept it. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And that's what we want for us listeners. That's what we want for you, everlasting life that begins today for each and every day of our life. See, you confess your faith in Jesus Christ. Romans 10, verses 9 through 10 say, If you declare with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will 
be saved. There's no ifs, maybes, or buts about it. Friends, this has been Love Talk. We thank you so much for joining us this Saturday. I'm Kathy Endebrock here in studio with Coach Carrie Brinkgater, the First Lady of Love, Evelyn Davison, just wishing God's blessing on you. Looking forward to joining you and being with us again next Saturday on Love Talk.